0: Now it's time for Inspirational Women, and my guest is Captain Lisa Barnes. She is with the Salvation Army White Center Community. We actually met Captain Lisa late last year and learned that she is at the center of making things happen in the community to help those in need. And here she is again, leading the way for young women ages 12 to 18 to discover their personal power. Captain Lisa is here this morning, not just with information, but also with an invitation because something like Brave needs a lot of involvement. So listen closely and be part of the action. Captain Lisa Barnes, welcome. It's so great to see you and have you here once again.
1: Thanks, it's so good to be here.
0: its I can't believe it's been about four months. It doesn't seem like that long, but that was the holiday season and all that we were doing in terms of helping out kids and families, and here you are again, continuing the work. So we're yeah. going to really spend some time focusing on the work of young girls, young women, and the challenges. The, the really awful challenges sure. that so many face.
1: Yeah, we always have something new and fun going on, right? In our yeah. in our communities. And last time I was here, we got to talk about Christmas, and and now we get to talk about something coming up called Brave, which is an empowerment event happening on May 18th at the Salvation Army in White Center from four to eight p.m. And uh, we're really excited for what this is going to be. This is our third one, our third annual event, and uh, it's going to be good. So that's it. Yes, annual. Yes. So therefore
0: there's been mm-hmm. a, a little bit of traction already and some good things that have gone on. Yeah, so you're moving forward.
1: Yeah, actually. Uh, it's been really good. We had our first one was at the Salvation Army in Seattle, where we're having it this year. Last year, we were able to have it at uh, Seattle Pacific University, which was really cool. Um, let me just back up a little bit and share yes. with you what Brave is. So brave, is a one-day catalytic event to encourage specifically girls from vulnerable demographics. We really lean into uh, girls from foster care, girls from youth probation, and girls who are experiencing homelessness that are between the ages of 12 to 18. And we try to uh, encourage them and empower them and equip them. And this all started... Um, it's brave global is a, is its own nonprofit is a global movement, but this all started when we realized the correlation between girls in foster care and girls that are exploited and trafficked. The crazy statistic, uh, nationwide is that if a girl is under the age of 18 and she's exploited or trafficked into the sex industry, 70% of them are or have been in foster care. That's astounding. It's insane. But you know what? There's a lot of good news in that statistic. Because the good news is when we think of sex trafficking, when we think of exploitation, so often we think of um, foreign-born girls Mm -hmm. that were taken from their, their homes, you know, not in America, from other countries, and are kind of hidden in someone's basement or in a seedy massage parlor or something like that. But there's so many girls that are trafficked and exploited in the United States, and so many of them, 70% are or have been in foster care. But the good news in that statistic is that if they're in foster care, that means they have a social worker, that means they're on someone's caseload, it means we can know their name and we can find them and we can invite them to an event like this and positively get in the way before pimps and traffickers do. And I really believe it changes the trajectory of our communities.
0: And I would imagine, just kind of on a different sort of tangent from this, just to get an understanding for some of us, Mm -hmm. the vulnerability of a young girl in foster care, they've come from a situation that is already attacking their self-esteem. So it isn't too far a jump to to find that they would be vulnerable to someone enticing them into sex traffic trade.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, They're just, they, you know, like the rest of us, especially in our adolescence, They just want to be loved and valued. Mm -hmm. And uh, I get it because when I was a kid, I grew up in foster care. Um, I think to the best of my recollection, I was in probably between 30 and 40 different foster homes and group homes um, that I can remember. There were probably more, but those are the the ones I'm sure of. And I know my story isn't everybody's story. But in my story, whenever I was in foster care, I felt like I was finally at rest. Like I could have peace in my heart. I didn't have to worry about when I was going to eat next or uh, if I was going to have to keep watch over my mom who was an addict and a prostitute. I could just kind of exhale and be a kid. Um, I was never hurt in a foster home. I was never abused or neglected. Um, I don't even remember ever being yelled at. Uh, And I think that it's important as we talk about brave and impacting foster care that from my perspective, I firmly believe that foster parents and social workers are heroes, absolute, absolute heroes. Mm -hmm. And we want to partner with them um, in making our communities better in impacting foster care, impacting the sex industry. Because I think so often people sit back and they think, when are the politicians going to do this thing? When is the community going to do this thing? When are we going to pass new laws? When are we going to do whatever, whatever? And there, there is more that needs to be done um, in, in the in way of the government and standards and things like that. But that doesn't mean we get to sit back and do nothing. I think that we can jump in and we can be active participants. And Brave is a really great way that we can be active participants in these girls' lives. And just let foster parents and caregivers and social workers know we are on your team and we believe in you and the work that you do every day isn't in vain. Yeah,
0: yes, absolutely. Yeah. That is so incredible. So how many young girls, young women are able to participate in this event coming up in May?
1: Well, we're hoping for uh, 200. So that's our goal. Um, we have about 30 registered already, 30 or 40 registered already, which is great. Um and like I said, we we target and we plan and we reach out to social workers primarily for the girls who are in foster care and youth probation and girls who are experiencing homelessness. But as we are evolving, we're realizing that all of our girls are vulnerable. So we've opened it up to every girl within um, really the Puget Sound area who wants to come. That's between 12 to 18 Um and, and be a part of this empowerment event. We're going to have a big self-defense portion. We're going to have a resource fair with resources from all over King County. Um, things like dance, dance studios, art classes, um, college prep things. Last year we had folks from Starbucks corporate coming to talk about their amazing uh, college options for their employees and, and whatever we can do to help these girls know that, um, They don't have to be a commodity, that they don't have to be just what their bodies can do for them, that they are smart and capable. And when we talk about the sex industry and how often foster girls are are trafficked or exploited, we just want them to know that they're not the problem, that they can be the solution and they can do that themselves. And that's
0: the beauty of what I am hearing yeah. explained about Brave is that any of these young girls and young women have that opportunity. If they feel empowered, they can t- reach out and touch someone else and really encourage them to to realize what their potential is and right. what they can do.
1: Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, some, so often the girls that are exploited – are so because they feel like they have no other option. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they aren't uh, specifically trafficked by a third party, I found in my work with this that there's a lot of girls who are exploited that don't have a third party trafficker, which means they're doing things that are often referred to as like survival sex. Um, if they know they they won't have money for school lunch or if they won't have money for, for clothes, then they'll trade what they can for what they think they need. And so we are, are helping these girls to see that um, that they're not alone and that life can be so much bigger than that. And they have a lot of people on their team who are here to help and support. Um, at our Brave event, we have amazing volunteers that are coming together and making sure all of the girls leave with gift cards, with um, with big raffle bags, with A whole swag bag full of cool stuff and cool resources, lots of different church participation, um, your invited cards. So if they want to belong to a community, a faith community, they have that option. This isn't specifically an evangelical event, but we want to make sure these girls know that there's wraparound services in as many ways as, as we can offer.
0: Right. Yeah. And so there are numerous denominations that are active and are participating.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this is being hosted at the Salvation Army. Um, and we are a Christian movement, but we really view Brave as a community movement and not necessarily um, an event to get these girls to, to come to faith in any direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because the primary motivation is to make sure these girls are empowered and not exploited. Um, even if they were to come to faith, but they didn't realize their own self-worth and that they were capable of great things, then I don't know how much that would matter if they were trafficked. So we're trying to make sure really pour into them and give opportunities for community. And if becoming a part of a faith body um, from various denominations, uh, if that organically happens, then then that's great. But that's not the main purpose. The main purpose is to really empower these girls and who they are and to know that they're not alone. Great. Yeah.
0: So, do you find now that this is going to be the third year that girls who attended in the last two years are coming back in some way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The past two years, we've had, um, we've had girls come repeatedly. Um, we have one girl who is coming to volunteer this year, yeah. uh, who's been a part in years past, and I've seen girls who, um, who are doing really great things. Who come up to me and they say, "Do you remember me?" And I'm like, oh, you know, because that's not fun, right? And they remember me, but I don't necessarily, uh, can't place them. Yes. So I say, I'm getting old. Please, uh, please help (laughs) me. Please help refresh my memory. (laughs) And they're like, I came to Brave. There's, you know, girls I've seen at community functions, um, girls involved in all kinds of great things. They came and they were a part of Brave. And, you know, I can't say that they're doing those great things and moving on because of Brave. But Maybe. Maybe that was a major part of it. right? Um, that's one of the things that's tricky when you're doing preventative work because you can't necessarily quantify it or put a number to it. Yes. Um, we can't say, you know, there were 17 girls who weren't trafficked because of BRAVE. They're just not trafficked, you know? And right. um, I often refer to BRAVE as the lazy man's guide to uh, anti-trafficking because once a girl is trafficked, it's really tough to get them out. And you have a lot of things to, to figure out like housing and healthcare, and most girls that leave trafficking leave because they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. So um, you got to figure that out too, right? Right. So if we can get in the way prevent- preventatively, yes, it's a whole lot easier to manage, and um, and uh, great things happen.
0: Oh, it sounds like incredible yeah. things happen. Yeah. So whoever is hearing this right now yeah. may find themselves interested or know someone that mm-hmm. they want to inform about this. How do they Absolutely. get involved?
1: We have an Eventbrite website for registration for girls who want to attend. And you can look on that by going tinyurl.com bravex3. And that's how you can register. Um, but if you're looking to donate, which we need as many donations as we can to make this happen. and And we can only do... Uh, do what we can with what we have. So if you're looking to donate, you can go to tinyurl.com slash givebrave. And um, and the more we have, the better we can do for these girls. So in terms of donations, what is it that you're looking for? Well, what's um, great with Brave is whatever you give, will it'll go straight to this event. Um, people come to the Salvation Army and White Center and drop off things all the time. Uh, we... we are only accepting for brave new things. Um, and there's 200 girls there. So keep that in mind when you when you donate. Um, some people are donating things for their swag bags. Some people are donating, um, you know, letting them letting us know that they'll help with food supplies or uh, things of that. But when a person gives cash, we can turn that cash into anything. Yes. So that's the most helpful Um we can turn that cash into uh, decorations. We can turn that cash into T-shirts for these girls or um, a really fun meal or even more giveaways. In the past, we have had lots of people donate gift cards, um, $20, $25 for like Target and Marshalls and things that these you know eight, uh, 12 to 18-year-old girls would like to shop at. And last year, I had a girl come up to me. And she said, had this big smile on her face and she says, I got a gift card. And in my mind, I'm like, of course you did. Everybody got a gift card. <laughs> but she, I was like, that's really great. And then she looked at me and said, I've never had a gift card. How do mm. I use this? And I had to tell her how to use a gift card. And I just thought, she'll never forget it. She'll never forget that first time she came to this event that people poured into her. They saw her as an individual. They didn't pity her for her situation, but they encouraged her to be the best version of herself. And she left with a tangible example of that, with a tangible reminder of that. And uh, that was a really that was a really neat thing to see.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because sometimes for many of us, that's just so natural. We don't give it a second thought. But to, we never know how even that kind of an experience really has a pivotal change yeah. in a young woman's life.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely absolutely. And we're able to uh, just really empower these girls. And, and uh, we really believe that self-defense is an important aspect of that. And in other brave events in other locations, because brave global is a, um, is genuinely a global movement. Brave is happening in the UK, in the Congo, um, all over the, all over the place. Uh, But we really want to affirm girls that that they are empowered and, and our first line of defense is our voice. So we really want these girls to say, like, know how to powerfully say no or stop it, um, things like that. And I think that translates in a lot of areas of their life to know that they are empowered with their voice and that their words matter. Um, and I think it gives this a general sense of confidence that transcends age and, and whatever they bring to the table just knowing that they can be heard and seen and um, and not just relegated to the back of the room like as, as if they were a bother, um, but that they are important and they can do something really great. And I can
0: imagine once you have this room full, 200 200- Young girls and yeah. women involved in this, plus then all the support staff that's there. But with this core group, making connections, and pro- I could see they could create their own community, yeah. little friendship groups, circles. Yeah, we, yeah,
1: we've actually seen that quite a bit. Um, we, I have a story from last year where uh, a girl came, and she saw a girl from her school, and not every girl who comes to Brave is in foster care. So they weren't sure. Like one of them, uh, one of the girls was in foster care and she's like, I don't know if she is, if she, do I, do I ask? Like, what do I say? Turns out they were both in foster care. Mm-hmm. One of the girls uh, just got put back with the mom, but it was kind of a back and forth situation. And they have formed a bond that is just really awesome. Kind of um you know, I just think sometimes in our, in our struggle, we all think we're the only ones, right? Yes. I know when I was a kid in foster care, I thought I was the only one. I remember one time when uh, I used to live in Portland when I was in foster care and I was riding the MAX, the, the train around Portland one day when my mom had beat me up and I didn't want to go to school. And it was about 10 in the morning and one of my classmates got on the train too. And I said, whoa, what are you doing here? Like, you're not in class. And she goes, yeah, my parents are fighting and they broke my, my school project. So I wasn't able to go to school. Mm. And I remember thinking like, whoa, like I'm not the only one who has a hard life. Because I really thought I was the only one. Yeah. And I think when these girls come together, some are in foster care, some are not. Nobody wears a badge that says this is where I come from and this is what my family situation is. But I think coming together with other girls realizing that we're not the only one is very powerful, Mm -hmm. is very powerful. Yes. There's such a a hope out of that
0: to find that there is kind of that uh, camaraderie Mm -hmm. that's going on and to find that friendship and someone who can listen to you or identify, of course, with what you're going through. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So here's an opportunity to Two hundred girls. Yeah. That is so great. And and the last two years have been two hundred each year. No, um, nope.
1: the first year we had thirty five. Okay, so that was brand new. It was up and coming. Yeah, and then okay. we went from thirty five the first year to one hundred and fifty five last year. Wow. So I feel like aiming for two hundred is pretty fair. Yes. Um, if we if we get more, we can we can host more. So um, that's our conservative estimate right now, but. I'm just excited for how this is going to grow. And I really hope uh, that this continues to be a part of of our fabric in Seattle. Yes. I have amazing partnerships in this because it's not just the Salvation Army event. Uh, we have folks who are from different denominations that are really active. My friend Mandy with UGM is really, really active in this. Um, we also partner with Set Free Ministries that does amazing things with anti-trafficking so it's not a Salvation Army event. This is a community event. And I, as we get more and more people together in the community doing this, um, I think that this could get bigger and bigger until, yeah, I hope this year we outgrow the Salvation Army and we have to go to somewhere even bigger next year. Wouldn't that be fabulous? Yeah, Yes. absolutely.
0: And so, again, what we need to do is to get registered ahead of time. Yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. Desi-
0: that's desirable.
1: Yeah, definitely please register first. The Again, the link to register is... Uh, tiny url tiny t-i-n-y url dot com slash brave x three is to register and to donate is tinyurl.com dot com slash give brave so those are the two links that's good to know absolutely um, and uh if you know anybody who wants to come any girls that would be that would benefit from this then tell them to come on you know and uh, we aim for foster girls and things like that, vulnerable girls, but all of our girls are vulnerable. Yes. All of our girls need to be reminded of their worth and their value. Um, and this is how our world changes. This Absolutely. The world changes, right? And this is how we, uh, as
0: the rest of the citizens in the community, can feel. Like we have a voice as well that we can do something rather than saying, well, no, you know, our legislators, our government needs to do it. Well, no. Yeah. If it is, I love the quote, if it is to be, it begins with me. That's
1: right. So let's just do that. That's right. We don't have to sit around and just wait. We can act. We can be people of action right now. Right now. And I think those things will come. Sometimes, sometimes you got to put the cart before the horse, right? Sometimes you don't Mm -hmm. have to demand action. We can say this is actually already happening. So come on, government, get on board. Yes. Because already your people are showing you that's the direction we're moving and that's what we want. And that's we're going to say it with our votes. We're going to say it with where we put our money. And we don't have to wait. We can do it now. Mm-hmm. And um, if anybody has questions or, or wants to talk with me further about this, I'm happy to receive your emails. Um, my email is my name, lisa.barnes at usw.salvationarmy.org. And I'm, I'm happy to just keep keep talking this out if you have questions or you're not sure. Um, yes, yeah. there
0: might be some detail sure. about uh, how to support, how to uh, donate, whatever that piece is. Sure. They might want some clarity. So yeah. reaching out to you, yeah, thank you for great. offering.
1: Sure. Yes.
0: Now, I understand that uh, you have written the guidelines, I kind did. of the manual for this.
1: Yeah, so this started out. This is kind of a cool story. Um, I wrote a book called "Love to a Whore's Daughter," which is really cool. Being a professional Christian and having a curse word in the title <laughs> of your book, um, so that's really fun. But it's, I caught I refer to that as my theological memoir, a little bit, and kind of how you view life and faith when you've you've kind of been dealt a raw hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the privilege of going on tour for my book. Wow! I know it was crazy. I've always wanted to be a rock star, so it was cool (laughs) that I got to go on tour for something. Um, But while I was on my tour, I met with this woman named Danielle Strickland, who had partnered with Brave in Long Beach, California, which is where this all started. Mm. And I told her I really felt like I needed to write a guided journal. And she said, oh, let me tell you about Brave, because... Brave is about girls in foster care and we want a journal component. I said, what? I grew up in foster care. That's crazy. Look at that connection, right? <laughs> really? And so I wrote the journal. Um, I wrote the first half in about three months and I wrote the second half in 11 days because we had to push the deadline up. Turns out you actually don't need to sleep. <laughs> that's not, that's just like a bonus fun thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was starting to like loosely hallucinate by the end of the 11 days yes. but uh, I got it done. And since then, Brave Global has become its own nonprofit based out of Long Beach, California. And um I was able to help send materials and some monetary donations to Moldova to get it translated over there. Um in Moldova and in Russia, it's just been translated, which is really great cuz Eastern Europe is a pretty oh. intense hub for trafficking. Yeah. Um, and exploitation. So it's there. There's this girl named Kelly Kelly, who's this self-defense guru that took Brave to the Congo. Um, and the Congo is known as the rape capital of the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's really phenomenal that Brave empowerment, self-defense stuff is happening there. Um, I had a friend who was doing a mission trip in Haiti and found my journal on a coffee table in an orphanage in Haiti and she didn't bring it. She didn't know how it got there. She was talking to the people there. And they said, oh, we should, we should get this. She said, we should get this journal translated into French because that's what the a very common language is in Haiti. And the director said, no, because the girls are also using this journal to learn how to speak English. Oh. I lost my mind and blubbered like a baby. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, we've had brave events in the U.K. We've had brave ab- events in all over the United States, um, great things are happening and and our girls are being empowered all over the place
0: and all of this just gives me goosebumps yeah. the way that it's all come together as you said yeah. you know just it, it creating this manual the guidelines yeah. for it uh that just has this miraculous little yeah. piece to it
1: yeah and what's really cool is that um, whoever wants to do a brave event can you can contact braveglobal.org and just shoot them an email. Um, Miley Waterman is the is the Brave Global CEO, and she's she can help you figure out how to get started. And um, I'm a Brave Global coach. I help people figure that out. And um, and this party can keep growing. Yeah, we can keep growing. We can keep doing these different events. We can do small groups, and it's really neat with with Brave because it's very scalable. Um, like we started with 35 girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I went to Orange County. Uh, two weeks ago and I spoke to, I don't know, maybe 500, 800, something like that girls at an event there at a church in Long in um, Orange County. And it's very scalable. It's very adjustable to what we can handle. You can grow it. Um, and people really, when you hear the vision, you can't not support it. You can't not want to be a part, right? Absolutely. Either you care about girls in foster care, you care about the sex industry, you care about our community, you care about empowering women, if you have a soul, you care about this in some capacity, right Yes and it's a pretty um pretty amazing thing to be a part of. it is yeah
0: it's so incredible. I only by meeting you did I even get a little bit aware of it. Yeah. Now I'm really becoming that much more informed when mm-hmm. and I hope that we're really spreading this word really so far out uh, across the country uh, you know, yeah, cross borders
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So once again, let's give those yeah, sure. URLs. Yep. The first one to register is tinyurl.com slash x 3 And the one to donate is tinyurl.com slash brave.
0: And this is for any young girls, 12 to 18, yep. you were saying, Lisa?
1: Yep. Yes. yep. Anybody, uh, any girls between, well, girls and non-binary. So, um, if someone identifies as female, as female, they're welcome to come. Absolutely. Um, they definitely fit into that demographic as well between the ages of 12 to 18. And, uh, we're still looking for a few volunteers. So you can shoot me an email if you want to volunteer and be a part of that. Um, and it will happen in downtown Seattle. In, in White Center area. White Center. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. The Salvation Army is on 16th Avenue, uh, 16th uh 9050 16th Avenue um in White Center, yeah. And it's on May 18th, which I think is a Saturday? It is, yeah. Right. Yep, the event itself will be on the 18th of May from 4 to 8 p.m.
0: And if someone is interested in volunteering, what kind of skills or uh, talents do they need?
1: Well, we um we just need a lot of hands. We need we already have some really amazing um key volunteers in regards to procuring donations. Um, We have some phenomenal creative eyes for decor and for setup. But um, we'll need a lot of folks on the day before and the day of to make it all happen. And um, I think the biggest thing that you need to have, uh, that you need to bring to the table is just a ton of enthusiasm. Um, It's just a party. We just want to have a party for these girls and, uh, and celebrate them to the the highest degree that we are able. It is
0: so phenomenal. What a wonderful opportunity for so many of us Mm. and to know that this is going on in our community. It's such an answer to what we know are so many problems and issues. Here's a solution. Here's a great big answer with a capital A. So I am just so grateful to learn about this, but so grateful to you, Captain Lisa Barnes, you uh, you know, for spearheading this and for letting us know about it.
1: Absolutely. It's important. And, you know, I think it can, I really think it can change our community. It's been doing it and, uh, and it's not done. Indeed. Yeah.
0: Thank you very greatly for all of your work and for being with us.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of inspirational women with Captain Lisa Barnes and Sunday morning magazine, Click on the on tab, then Sunday mornings, and then look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of spring fever, just embracing the things that give us life and share them. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Have a great day.